Welcome to Ops Fitness Podcast. We are your number one source for everything fitness related for our first responders. I am your host, Scott Bisbee, and today we are interviewing Alex Paul. Hey everyone, this is Scott Bisbee. Uh, I'm interviewing a friend of mine. His name is Alex Paul. We were both uh, military firefighters at Coal Lake, and now he's a pro MMA fighter. Alex, how are you today? Hey, I'm not too bad, Scott. Just a little tired right now. I worked earlier, so just taking it easy for the evening there. Right on. Uh, right on. Uh, so uh, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, tell me how you uh, got into the military and uh, uh, why are you doing what you're doing today? Well, I joined the military because it was pretty much the first place that hired me after fire school, so I just took the first job and it... Uh, it worked out there. I was in Cold Lake for a little while, and then uh, they weren't really posting me, so I uh, put my release in and then uh, just decided to pursue uh, mixed martial arts, and it's worked out for me pretty good. Right on. That's good. Um, so it says that uh, you went up north to uh, Inuvik. Can you uh, explain a little, a little bit what you did up there? Oh uh, yeah, I got sent up there twice. Actually, you know, sent to CFS alert once, and uh, the second time I was actually sent to Nuvik. I met my wife there; it was pretty neat, and uh, yeah, it's worked out. So, uh, yeah, it's really cold and dark there as well. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I was up uh, in alert in uh, uh, when I was waiting for my uh, trades training. I was in Borden on Pletsy. You probably heard about Pletsy before. <laughs> oh yeah, I did some time on that one. Yeah, so uh, we did a lot of uh, shit work, but alert was uh, alert was amazing. Um, for those of you that don't know, alert is uh, the most. Uh, northern inhabited place in the whole world. So uh, the Canadian forces, they send up soldiers there uh, six months at a time. And uh, for six months, it could be daylight out. And for the next six months, it could be uh, dark 24-7. When you were up in the load, Alex, was it uh, dark or late? We actually, I got there just as it was kind of transitioning. Okay. So we still had half days, kind of, and then it started to turn to dark, and then it stayed dark the full 24 hours. That uh, kind of messes up your body, eh? Yeah, they give you vitamin D drops if you want to take them. I took them, but... Oh, yeah. 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 Right on. Um, so did you see any uh, wildlife or any, anything exciting up there? Uh, for wildlife, we mostly seen... A couple of the foxes there and a couple of the Arctic hares. They're uh, pretty big rabbits. And then we seen the pack of wolves that comes around. That's pretty intimidating because they come up and they smell you and stuff. Yeah, right on. Um, did you uh, – now was this when you uh, started to uh, um, – did you start MMA during this time? Like did you start to uh, eat healthy and exercise or it wasn't quite that time yet? No, I was, uh, I just finished my amateur career in MMA. Then I got sent up there. But, uh, when I was up there, it was a bit of a break from the fitness. I gained probably an extra 10 to 15 pounds of fat. And then, uh, yeah. And let, you can really let loose with the eating up there because there's constantly food and cookies and stuff being put out. So I took full advantage of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the, there's uh, definitely that though. Um, the the gym though was uh, 
pretty unique, but uh, I, I just couldn't get over the fact about all that uh, uh, garbage, the million-dollar dump, they called it. Um, did you happen to see that? Uh, <clears throat> I was fortunate that there was snow already on the ground, so the only thing I seen was just the burning, but... Yeah, well, uh, it, it's pretty crazy because uh, they send uh, new stuff up there probably uh, once a year, and all the old stuff that they, they don't know what to do with it yet, they, they just uh, <coughs> uh, put it in this, uh, dump it, and they burn it. Um, it's it's pretty uh, crazy, but yeah. what, what I was getting at is um, uh, in regards to the um, <coughs> types of... Uh, exercises up there is there like more uh, kettlebells and all that or is it like lots of gym equipment uh there was two gyms there was the storm gym and then there was like the, the bigger gym and the storm gym sometimes it'd get to whiteout conditions or if there's polar bears around you couldn't leave the facility huh. so there there was a couple dumbbells and stuff and a machine and mostly cardio but the other gym actually was a fully equipped gym Okay. All right. Nice. I I think I've uh, been to that fully equipped gym. It's in another building, correct? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, for uh, people that are listening to this, um, during the winter time when it's uh, 24 hours uh, darkness, they actually have a line uh, connected to all the buildings where you attach your rope to connect, uh, rope to uh uh, to connect it to so you don't get lost. Do, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, they, they had that hooked up, and they also, as well as they keep every building that where people work full of food as well, just quick stuff, but a couple of days' worth of food because it could get out to blackout conditions. Did you, uh, any, did you experience any blackout conditions when you were up there or no? Uh, just half a day once and okay. then it, was, it was pretty bad out, but they, uh, wouldn't let anyone leave the facility and then ha- like half the day later, they, uh, they reopened it up. That'd be crazy, man. Something uh, to experience for sure. Oh yeah. No, oh yeah. It's a, it's a pretty interesting time. Yeah. Cause, uh, I've also heard uh, stories, uh, guys that have been up there that, uh, it looks perfectly beautiful outside, but once you're outside, the wind is, uh, going a hundred kilometers an hour in your face. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty cold up there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, when did you, uh, actually, uh, really get serious into MMA? I was January 2013. I approached this guy, Jonathan Cowan, in the month of December, that month before. And then uh, I just asked, I always had an interest to do MMA. And then I asked him if he would train me. And then he put me through the ringer for about half a year. And then he put me in my first amateur fight, which I probably took a little premature. (laughs) I got beat up and lost. And then uh, went the whole distance, though. But he beat me up pretty good. Nice. then yeah, that's that's how it got started, and then I just kept doing it, and I lost my next fight to an iron bar. But the guy I lost to was actually he went on after that to win. He he had silver two years in a row for the world says Team Canada. So oh, wow. yeah, he was pretty good. I was beating him, and then he ended up just catching me, and then uh, yeah, that was it for my amateur career. But it was uh, I just kept going with it. It's good. It's a fun sport. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, you were saying to me you're uh, second now in the Maritimes for welterweight division? 
Uh, yeah, in the world, it's a pretty small division in the Maritimes, but uh, on Tapology.com, I'm ranked second in the Maritimes and uh, under Matt McGrath, but he's ranked first in Canada. And uh, as well as I'm ranked, I believe, 26th across Canada out of 144. So, wow. yeah, it's going, it's going pretty good. And then, uh, so, yeah, it's worked out. I'm 4-0 right now. So I've had all my... Uh, Fights are usually furnished in the first round. Three of them were finished under three minutes. And uh, one of them was actually in the second round because I took a fight and I was completely out of shape. So it's the only reason I went to the second. Yeah, well, that's, that's still phenomenal from uh, where you went to uh, where you are now. That's, that's incredible, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, big things are happening. Because <laughs> uh, I, I still remember uh, I was your wingman quite a few times in Coal Lake. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that was the good old days. Yeah. yeah. No, no uh, that's that's uh, pretty remarkable. I'm really proud of you. Uh, so what exactly do you do now for exercise? Uh, exercise, um I'm training right now. We're going to be amping it up because I'm talking to some different promotions and there's a pretty big one here in Canada, but I'll find out tomorrow. I'll see what that's about. So fingers crossed I get signed, but if not, I'll just continue fighting around the regional regional shows around here. But, uh, but for exercise wise, we actually got to amp it up starting tomorrow is uh, I'll be doing my regular Muay Thai jiu-jitsu each class an hour and then uh i'm as well as i'm gonna start throwing in karate to get more diverse because my stand-up's a little weak still so i just need to get my kicking ups but uh as far as that that fight trains every night of the week and then uh weights and stuff i'll start doing weights about three times a week for now okay awesome yeah. uh, uh so in regards to weights uh what it, what are the movements that you're doing Ah, uh, more fun. I'm going to get back. I was doing more bodybuilding last year, just for strength, but then, uh, I want to get back into more functional movements. Um, I'm actually going to st st start back with, uh, kettlebells. I think oh, they're really good. Yeah. yeah. I have a pretty good trainer too with, uh, Matthew Garrett. He's actually finishing his kinesiology degree and he's, he's a, going to a higher level of it in school next year. But, uh, yeah, he's putting me through a lot of good workouts, and uh, yeah, he brings a lot of science to the table with it too. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. Awesome! No, that's uh, that's really good. Um, so, is there anything you would uh, say to s somebody that was uh, struggling and wanted to improve themselves? Like, uh, if you could talk to uh, yourself. Eight years ago, what would you say? What would I say? I would, uh, I'd tell myself to quit the drinking and smoking and uh, smarten up and actually take advantage of uh, the opportunity and actually start training MMA or a little earlier. Okay. Just keep keep giving her. Okay, awesome. Um, now, uh, one more uh, thing that we're going to do. Uh, it's called No Bull. Um, it's just going to be uh, one or two word uh, answers from you. Uh, so I'm just going to list off a bunch of things and just uh, say what's on the top of your mind. And I just two word answers? Yeah, yeah. Okay. CrossFit.
Dangerous. Okay. Uh, Canadian forces. Ah, uh, mixed feelings. Okay. Um, I, I feel that way too. <laughs> um, firefighting. Awesome. Awesome. Um, drinking. You say drinking? Yeah. Stupid. Good answer. Um, and um, kettlebells. Great. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I would like to thank Alex on uh, the podcast today. Um, Alex, do you have any parting advice for anybody? Uh, just keep at it and don't listen to anyone. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks again, Alex, and um, I'll see you guys later. I'd like to thank my good buddy, Alex Paul, for joining us on the Ops Fitness Podcast today. If you guys like this podcast, rate us on iTunes, because the more people that rate us on iTunes, the more people can hear this. Thanks, everyone, and see you in a few weeks.